I, I don't know that I really came to terms with my identity as a Black person until much, probably much later than the normal Black American does. Um, I think part of that is just because my parents were never once to, tell, to give me like the, you know, you have to work twice as hard for half as much speech or anything like that. They were just like, you need to come, you need to go to school, you need to get, get good grades, you need to get into a good college. The race never really came into it, came into, into play in any of the t- discussions that we had. Welcome to the Visible at Work podcast, the show that shares what to do after you get the job. Designed to help you navigate workplace issues and unlock executive opportunities through communication. I'm your host, Tracy, and you're welcome this week. My guest today is Toby Eguna. He's the co-founder and CEO of Diversify, the career review platform for diverse employees. He's also a management consultant, a diversity strategist, and blogger. Toby is a graduate of the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill, where he received a Bachelor of Science in Business Administration. Toby, it's so exciting to have you here today. You are welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really glad to be on. Yeah, amazing. So I just somehow stumbled on Diversify, and I was like, oh, wow. Let me tell you why I was so excited when I saw Diversify. So for me personally, like if I'm trying to switch roles and I'm looking at companies, I don't know why, maybe it's just unconscious or in my subconscious. I just do it. I go to their management page. Mm-hmm. I try to look for someone that looks like me <laughs> on that page. Like is anybody on their management team that happens to look like me? Or if I can't find anybody, I go like to maybe their business development managers, like maybe the next level just to see. That's my own way of trying to filter and see yeah. what would the recruitment process be like. And if they really, they'll really, you know, it's one thing to, you know, be picked as a diversity number and then it's one thing to belong, you know, to that kind of organization. So that's how I do my own check-in. And yeah. then I saw Diversify, you know, just having a platform where minority employees can check out to see what companies are doing, what efforts they're using to ensure the employees belong. And I said, no, I need to bring Toby on this podcast. So you're welcome today. Yeah, thank you so much. That is the exact sentiment that we heard from a lot of people and um, something that I was feeling myself. So that's that was definitely one of the, like, the, the catalysts for us wanting to start Diversify was that feeling you just mentioned. Hmm, interesting. So we're going to be talking along those lines. So Toby, um, before you know, we talk about Diversify, you just tell us about your personal story, you know, you know, this podcast is about foreign professionals. I know, based on reading about your story, you grew up in the U.S., but you have a very unique background where you came into the U.S. really young. And I think you were a child of first-generation immigrants, right? No, that's correct. We moved here when I was four from uh, Lagos, Nigeria. Oh, interesting. So how did that also fuel, maybe subconsciously, how did that fuel um you know, getting into this line of work? Yeah, I, I think it's interesting because I, I don't know that I really came to terms with my identity as a Black person until much, probably much later than the normal Black American does. Um, I think part of that is just because my parents were never once to, tell, to give me like the, you know, you have to work twice as hard for half as much speech or anything like that. They were just like, you need to come, you need to go to school, you need to get get good grades, you need to get into a good college. The race never really came into it, came into into play in any of the discussions that we had. Um, 
and it wasn't until probably the last couple of years that I've kind of had to figure out what my, my blackness means to me. Um, and I just think that's a combination of being kind of an outsider from as, as coming in from as an immigrant um, and then going to predominantly white high school, a predominantly white college, and then moving to Boston, Massachusetts, which is, you know, a predominantly white city as well. Um, so it's, it's been a journey just in terms of kind of figuring out what my identity is as a black man and what that entails, what that means. And within over the last year or so uh, is when I got super into diversity work. I got pretty into minority student recruiting at Accenture, um, which is a consulting, this consulting company that I work for now. And that kind of just sparked my interest in, I was noticing a lot of discrepancies between you know, the, the jobs and the positions available to minority students and the, the achievement for, of those jobs. Like a lot of people just didn't even know those jobs existed or they weren't prepared when it came time to interview and submit their application. So that's kind of how I got into the diversity realm and um, just been working towards blogging and then ultimately starting Diversify um, last September. Wow, interesting. That's been a journey. Um, so I'm sure, like, did you have that, you know, since you said your parents never had that kind of conversation with you about race, but I'm sure you could sense a form of, um, different or dual identity thing, like how you relate with your classmates in school right. or your coworkers at work and also at home and yeah. expectations. So could you share that personal side? Yeah, um, it's, it's, it's interesting. I honestly felt like I have a, a, a triple, a three-way identity crisis, right? I feel like at least growing up, I was never black enough for the black students. Hmm. Right. But I was never obviously not white enough for the white students. But then on the flip side, um, I don't I don't really think I'm African enough for <laughs> a lot of the other first generation immigrants that maybe moved here in high school or for college or something like that. Right. That spent most of their, their formative years in Nigeria or in other African countries. Hmm. Um, and that's, you know, a combination of I don't I don't have much of an accent, that sort of thing that's kind of isolated me from all three. But at the same time, I like to look at it from the opposite side and say that, like, while I'm not the like, I don't have the exact same background as an African student that maybe moved here for college. There are definitely similarities that that student and myself share. And the same thing goes for my, me and a uh, another black American or um, having gone to a predominantly white school and um, living in Boston, Boston, Massachusetts and things like that. I can also connect really well with. Um, white Americans that I meet here. So I choose to look at it on the positive side and just say it's like, it's been a breadth of experience, a breadth of experiences um, that allow me to kind of relate and connect with people from all different kinds of backgrounds. Yeah, that's true. That's, that's one thing that we also talk about here on this podcast, you know, just owning your story and um, right. looking at it from a multicultural background mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. you bring a diversity of experiences, of knowledge, of so many other things, you know, apart from just the one size fit all block that people want to put you in maybe oh you're black or you're male or you're female or you know this is your experience and this is how it should be because you're from africa so it's really interesting and refreshing to also hear your own personal experience and you know you mentioned that you're a management consultant so you still do that in addition to diversify right yes that's correct so wow, I, that's I do work at accenture uh basically full-time and then diversify is a, you know, nights and weekends kind of thing. Amazing, amazing work. So I read up some stories on, on the website and 
it's been very interesting. How did you get people to really open up and talk about some of those experiences? Yeah, I mean, I think that the, the thing is, there's not really, well, there are a few, but there, there's a there's a shortage of, of, of safe spaces for minorities to just, you know, be open and vent about their experiences in the workplace. Right? Without being judged. <laughs> Without being judged. And the, the one of the better things about Diversify is that it is, all of the stories that people submit are totally anonymous. So it's a, it's an opportunity for me to talk about my experiences at Accenture or whatever company it is that someone wants to review um, openly and freely and just, you know, talk about the things that the company can improve on, but also highlight the things that I think the company is doing really well, the things that I've enjoyed about my time at the company. Again, there's a shortage of, of environments for people to have the, that open dialogue and share their experiences. And I think that's a gap that Diversify fills really well. And I think that as we continue to, to build it out and grow the community and get more people submitting stories and coming to the sites to read up on other people's experiences at various companies, that that environment, that safe space kind of grows, right? And then we can build it out and include forums or have in-person like networking events for people to share their experiences at whatever company it is that they work for, that sort of thing. So yeah. that's that's the ultimate goal of Diversify is just to kind of, kind of create that community, that, that safe environment that people can kind of come to and, and speak with people and talk to people that identify similarly to them. Today's episode was brought to you by Career Visibility Accelerator Program. Have you ever felt that sinking feeling of being left out? Then listen. There's a problem you face being a highly skilled foreign professional. If you're an immigrant, a self-funded expert, a newcomer, or have English as your second language, you've prepared for everything else location, food, weather, a great house, schools for your kids if you have one, but you haven't prepared for the business side of selling your skills in a new environment. You might get a job just to pay the bills. Of course, we all have bills to pay, so that's understandable. But then you get sucked into just surviving. How do you get unstuck from that? And even if you got a job, how do you influence decision makers at work? confidently speak up at meetings, deal with the cultural differences that could affect your productivity and performance. You plan for every other thing else and all of that is hinged on the work that you do. So you need to plan for how you manage your talent, sell your skills, build your connections and recertify to learn a new skill set. There comes Career Visibility Accelerator Program. It is here to help cut short that long, lonely, difficult process as a leading six-week virtual training program to help you stand out at work. If you're ready to take action, then join us and let's go all in. Visit www.visibleatwork.com. Sign up for the waitlist to learn about a proven framework to confidently share your transferable skills, articulate your value, and be the superstar you've always been. It's been tested, proven, and has helped skill the careers of many foreign professionals like you. Join the Career Visibility Accelerator program so you can make that shift from surviving to thriving. Visit www.visibleatwork.com and sign up for the waitlist today. Yeah, that's a, that's a big goal. And I definitely see the possibility of that expanding and really meeting the needs of uh, minority professionals. And um, so how do you reach out to corporate 
do you like when people share all the stories do you reach out to some of these organizations and say hey we have a platform this is what a lot of people are sharing mm-hmm. um, what's your take on it and like how do they utilize it for improving on you know these things that they offer internally in their company do you reach out to them or you know what's the connection like yeah so right now we are entirely focused on on building our our, our user base right and getting a, a solid number of stories submitted our goal is to get 50 company stories up get 50 company p- story pages up okay um and we don't post company story pages until they get to at least five submissions. So right now we're at 10 and we're, you know, we have at least, we have four or five companies for which we have three or four submissions. So we're close to uh, getting 15 up there, but that's our our focus for right now. Our our plan of approach in terms of getting partnerships and, and subscriptions from companies is to work probably with their ERGs, their employee resource groups. Yeah. Um, A lot of times I think ERGs are unfortunately just like a, a checkbox, a checklist item. Yeah. Right. For the companies just to be able to say that we have a black employee resource group, we have an LGBTQ employee resource group, whatever. But the, the, the impact and the work that those ERGs do doesn't necessarily a lot of times stem into the, the business side of the company. Right. It's kind of just like them setting up. It's typically just them setting up events or happy hours or panels or whatever. Right. But they can use Diversify kind of as a as a recruiting tool. Right. So the ERG can build its own profile on um, XYZ companies uh, profile page and say, like, these are the events that the that we are having as a black ERG network. These this is someone that you can contact if you have any specific questions. Right. Mm -hmm. And then that that ERG is kind of feeding into XYZ companies. Uh, recruiting and their attention yeah. as well, right? Because yeah. employees are coming on and seeing the work that employees that might not be aware are coming on and seeing the work that various ERGs are doing and saying, "Oh wow, like we we really have a presence here." The company kind of the company is paying for this subscription. They value our employees. Mm-hmm. My more, I'm going to feel better about my positioning and my time at this company and be more likely to stay. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's that's kind of the plan of approach that we were taking. We are um, not at that step right now. Again, our, our focus is building out that supply and getting a good, good number of just getting more brand awareness and more people aware of the site. But that's the plan of, a, of attack that we're going to take uh, down the road. Oh, but that's, that's a really good plan, like future state, just thinking about that and, you know, how showing them the concrete and tangible value of how it manages their pipeline and, you know, for now and then the present and how it can also help with retention. So that's really good. Yeah. Thinking about that, that's so interesting. So what else do you do for fun apart from, you know, since your work and then weekends and nights you do diversify. So how do you just take a break? Yeah, again, diversity. I I actually have this conversation a lot with other people that I know that kind of work in the diversity space. It is being being a minority in the corporate world is draining as it is, right? But to be focused on those diversity issues to be for that to be something that you want to do as a full-time job is even more draining so when i'm not working on diversify or on consulting work i try to get as far away from race or you know the minority issues as possible and i i work out pretty i work out fairly often um i really i've gotten really really into watching movies over the past probably year and a half two years um so i have a goal this year to watch all the oscar nominations from the last all the oscar best picture nominations from the last 10 years so that's probably about 50 60 movies i need to yeah i need to <laughs> knock out um i try to read a good amount as well i have that's one of my new year's resolutions is to just is to read three or four books a month that sort of thing and then i i just moved to new york in september this past oh. September. Yeah. So obviously it's a huge, huge city and there's no shortage of things to do. So, I mean, a lot of times I just try to explore and 
you know, go to a neighborhood or a restaurant or a bar or something that I haven't been to before just to kind of check it out. Uh, that's good. Congrats on your move. That, that's really good. Because um, it's almost like being in um, the diversity space or dealing with minority issues. Um, it's almost like a therapist, you know, just doing therapy. Right. And the therapist right. needs therapy as well. Exactly. 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 Yeah. You, gotta have, you, have, you have to have a way to kind of get away from it and just take your brain off of it. Mm, yeah yeah but you know i just really want to for me to you just encourage you because you're doing a great work and the stories that you're seeing and i'm sure corporates will also appreciate the um openness that people share about what they're doing great and what they could do better and i wish you the best in diversify and hopefully we'll be able to do a lot of work together visible at work and diversify in the future so, Toby, any last words for any minority who, like, for you now, you know, working in corporate and also, like, now you moved to a new city. So, all of that newness, stepping out of your comfort zone mm-hmm. and really trying to reinvent yourself. How, what um, advice would you give to anyone listening? Yeah, I think the, the minority experience is, is definitely different, right? And it's different for each, for, you know, my experience is different from someone that is LGBTQ or, or veteran or Asian or Latino or whatever. And with those experiences come opportunities to think of ways to solve, you know, the different problems that we face. That was something I saw with Diversify is that a lot of people, like minorities need more specific insight and there's no place for us to get that insight. So that's something that kind of sparks the creation of Diversify. And I think a lot of minorities have ideas for blogs or you know podcasts or businesses or whatever it is that they want to start but they're hesitant because you know for a variety of reasons it all makes sense right there's just this fear of kind of taking that plunge but my my advice and something i push for people to do is just just start right like we we are nowhere near where we want to be with diversify in terms of how flushed out the site is or the features that we want to offer people or whatever but we we just hit you know we hit launch and we we dove headfirst into it and we're learning every day new ways to make it better talking to people and building on it Right. And I think the same thing goes for someone that wants to start a podcast. Right. Maybe you start with a blog and you just kind of write out your pieces. And as, as you get more traffic and more awareness of it, then you launch into the podcast. If you want to start a clothing line. Right. Maybe you just start with a, a couple T-shirts and you take them to a local pop up shop or something before you actually go full on with the clothing line, that sort of thing. There are ways for you to kind of minimally start whatever project it is that you have in mind without having to go head first in it. And it's also just kind of going back to what we mentioned about, you know, getting your head away from whatever it is that you do full time. For me, that's a lot of diversity work and then also my consulting job. It's great to have something on the side that you can kind of focus on and get your get your mind away from, you know, your day job, but also something that you're, you're still passionate about. Right. Yeah. I think that that was something that was very helpful for me when I first started blogging about diversity was just this was an outlet for me to write about my experiences and kind of get my head away from what I was doing. Well, my, my full-time job as a consultant. So that would be my advice for people is just to just start, just start, you know, go for, go for whatever thing that it is that you're, you're passionate about, whatever project you've been putting on the back burner and um, see where it takes you. Yeah. See where it takes you. Thank you, Toby, for your time. And um, we hope to connect and see how everything is going and, um, you know, just, Keep us on the loop on latest updates. And where can we find you? What's the full website? And how can, you know, what are the steps for people to share their stories if there is any minority listening right now to the podcast? Right, right. So it is Diversify. It's D-Y-V-E-R-S-I-F-I. So it's diversify.com. We're also on Instagram at Diversify Jobs and Twitter at Just Diversify. Um, So the process for submitting a story, it's, it's very, it's, 
short. We wanted to keep it, we wanted to make it comprehensive, but also not make it a super long form that, you know, people just wouldn't want to fill out. But you basically go on and create your portrait. So your portrait, I would go on and create my portrait and say that I identify as a black male, heterosexual, 22 to 30, et cetera. And then we also cast, capture disabled status and uh, veteran status. And then you go on and submit your story. So it's just, there's 11 different fields ranging from diversity programs to uh, like role requirements and um, contribution to the work and things like that. And then there's three free response fields for what does your company do well? What could your company improve on and how? And then what is your relationship like with your manager, right? Okay. So forms should take anywhere from three to five minutes to fill out and you submit your story. And then the idea is just that, you know, every story that is submitted is a chance for another minority to get that insight that he or she might not have. So it's it's kind of working towards building that ultimate community. But that's where you can find us. Again, it's D-Y-V-E-R-S-I-F-I, diversify.com. Thank you, Toby. So guys, you've heard it. If you're, you know, if you're a minority and you're working in the corporate organization, please share your story. And so you just never know, you can help someone else. And um, we've gotten a lot of messages about this podcast when we started. We, we was like, we're just starting. And it's been so amazing to hear unique stories just like Toby's and so many other people share their stories. So please go to diversify.com and share your story, working in corporate. Remember guys, communication is your superpower to remain visible at work. I'll see you next week.